2: You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, now part of the Chairshot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's, I'm not getting, I'm not getting enjoyment out of this.
3: He was a before the bell rings. All star.
2: All right, everybody. It is Wednesday night, March 22nd, 2023. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chairshot Radio Network. You can find us on the chairshot.com. Coming at you from the pod cave, I am the man with the award-winning beard, DJ. I'm going to go around the room and introduce this cast of characters we got with us here tonight, starting from the Rob the Genius Podcast, the Minister of Truth, the Father of Facts and Figures, the Deacon of Data, the official shoot bear of the mindless wrestling podcast and the man with the golden shovel, Mister Rob. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah, having a decent week.
3: Well, except for the uh, the uh, computer program at work that, that they decided to update over the weekend, and now it doesn't work, and now we can't calculate anything.
2: Oh no! You it feel like you've been having some type of computer issues for the last month.
3: I mean, I mean, this week is we're we we're, we're, we're fucked.
2: This week. Oh, so. geez. <laughs> no, that's not. That's never a good sign. Next week will be my week to be fucked. Yeah and never ever ever least certainly not last bucky's tag team partner a man destined to go through a barbershop window and a guy hopefully hopefully settling into a, a new job/career slash career that he's going to find himself comfortable with hailing from the purple haze and cloud 9 jason buddy how's it going
4: it's going well my friends how are we
2: we are we are hanging in there uh, it's kind of an easy peasy week for me i got a doctor on vacation We're going to pay for that next week when he gets back off vacation, Um, Mm so (laughs) I'll probably be in a much different mood in seven days when we record right before WrestleMania. Speaking of WrestleMania, we are now, as of this recording, 10 days out. By the time this drops, it'll be eight days out from night one of WrestleMania 39. Guys, I can't believe we're here already. Like, that's
4: insane to me. (laughs) I feel like we just wrapped the last mania. I I feel like the last mania was both three years ago and two months ago. You said it
2: about a year ago on this podcast, time is a flat circle. Um, And I don't know whether that's just because we're getting older or just because COVID just fucked everything. And now we're all just kind of living day to day, week to week, month to month. And it's all just kind of this jumbled mess but yeah i feel like we were just wrapping up wrestlemania 38 and it's been 12 months
4: unreal yep
3: it well, was as a as a great singer once said time is a train makes the future the past leaves you standing at the station with your face pressed up against the glass
2: man that, that man that is absolutely the truth it's absolutely insane We're going to just kind of, you know what? We're going to call it in the ring here tonight. We are going to talk a little bit of WrestleMania. I got a few things I'm going to throw out here at the guys. But we're going to start off, Rob. uh, We're going back to the Genius Corner. Rob has got some facts and figures and data he's going to drop on us here tonight. Uh, Tonight we're going to be talking ticket sales. So I'm going to turn the floor over here to my co-host, Rob. Sir, take over.
3: All right. So we have some, some good news here, actually. And this is across the board here. So we'll start off with the WWE NXT Stand and Deliver as of this past sunday uh they had sold all but 500 tickets and so uh, right now as of and this this information is coming from wrestlenomics so give i will give them credit for that um they as of this past sunday they sold six thousand six hundred tickets there were 500 left in the building and that's coming off of vengeance day in charlotte where they did five thousand tickets and so this is, and that's a step up from last year's standing deliver. They did forty three hundred tickets final. So moving up, and over, so things are slowly but surely moving back up. Because uh, and, and that's
2: yeah. uh, not to cut you off. I, I just that's that's very one good for NXT, and two kind of um indicative of where that brand's headed. You know, a lot of people kind of felt like they took a t- step backwards with the 2.0. And maybe they did, but I think they've rebounded. They've got some really good talent. They've got some really good in storylines that are easy to get invested in. NXT is an easy watch. It is. I and- think we
4: called it at the time, but when the 2.0 came around and whatnot, we saw it for a few months and then just realized, okay, this is just a – the every time there's a draft of call-ups, there's this three-month just – Three to six months, just lull in NXT. Back in the yeah. back, black and gold days, and and you know yeah. into whatever. And then so it the really the NXT 2.0 switchover to now was just that dearth on a grander stage because not only were they getting rid of a bunch of people, but they got you know they changed the whole look, they changed the whole format, they got it way back more to developmental. Like yeah, obviously this was going to be a longer turnaround, but it's awesome to see that it's. It is going in the right direction and doesn't really show any signs of stopping.
2: Yeah, it's two steps forward or yeah, two steps back, three forward. Yeah, Yeah.
3: and and we'll take it now. Obviously, there's you know there's still a way to go before they're you know selling out the Barclays Center and you know but like did back in, maybe they
4: don't even want to get there again.
3: And 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 like maybe for yeah, true
4: that that would be the 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 in my whatever it's worth my vision of NXT that would be like okay it's wrestlemania season we're uh, it's it's stand and deliver we're going to barclays and then everything else is still in the smaller stuff
3: yeah. and honestly um i think you may not want to well it's a cautionary tale getting that big again also because there is that's that's what led to you know the influx of you know 35 year old you know developmental people right i mean <laughs> right and that ultimately right. that may ultimately that hurt the kind of feeder system to the main roster.
4: But at the same time, now the guy who was kind of doing that to the NXT roster to get all his favorite toys now has three rosters to play with. So I Yep. That's going to that's going to be different now. It's going to
2: be four soon. I read something today Shawn Michaels was talking about as they get they're, they're looking at NXT Europe uh, up and running by the end of the year.
3: Good. That would be, that would be a good thing because honestly, um, they need they they got some people that they need it. Then didn't, didn't the main roster is too crowded right now? To be blunt, um, they
2: need to move
4: some people back over across the
2: pond.
3: Yeah, and
4: I'll tell you something. I kind of miss NXT UK, and it really is only for the super fans, obviously. But like. It was fun. I mean, it just was a fun studio show. I liked most of the people over there. And and it was a fun kind of Elseworlds thing that wasn't NXT. Um, Right. You know, we're in the same universe, obviously, but, you know, we don't hang out that often. Uh, And I miss that. Um, I hope they get that that vibe back with this, whatever the new version of NXT Europe will be.
3: Yeah. Rob, what else we got, Bob? Okay. So also um the same weekend um uh, so there's uh you know ring of honor does well they do they always do super card of honor every wrestlemania weekend and so last year they did is a pretty small crowd they did uh 1900 people last year yeah, that wow. was this year uh they're up to, as of Sunday, um thirty six hundred and, and the building that they're in is three quarters sold.
2: All right. Almost double their numbers from last year. Okay. Yeah. How how much do you well, think that, how much that's of that what you happens, think is think That's what happens when you actually get on cable. And that was gonna be my uh so, my, my question was yeah. how much of this is giving credit where it's due, the TK, the Tony Con factor, and the fact that he now has them in front of a larger
3: audience. Um I think you, you got you definitely gotta Give him credit for that and give him
2: credit for it, man. Because look, because
3: yeah. and look, he was he was knocked. He has been knocked for putting so much Ring of Honor stuff on AEW television. Some people even said that, well, that was a reason why the ratings went down. I think that honestly, no, I think that's bullshit. I think it's the it's the AEW stuff he was booking. It's it the AEW product. Is causing it a, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the Ring of Honor people. Okay. But um but he it turned out just turned out to be a good move to to put those people on tv in some capacity um and you know they ran some they ran a couple of pay-per-views last year and I, I don't think they really did a lot of business but he stuck with it and so they got they got a much better thing going here now and you know we, we look we criticize that dude plenty and it's and it's warranted but in this case um he's got something good going here and look and we give some congratulations here because uh to Claudio, you know uh, Cesaro, he's he's Ring of Honor champion again. So this is going on with him at the top, and also Athena Ember Moon is the women's champion. So you know, you know, Bravo to both of them here.
2: And again, I'm going to give credit to Tony where it's due. That's smart booking on his part. I mean, you
4: don't really have. So room. hang on. He bought Ring of Honor, right? Yes, and he took. Cesaro and Ember Moon, and put them at the top.
3: No, remember Cesaro was like a Ring of Honor all star.
4: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, exactly. So that's you know both you know smart and you know. But Dynamite Rampager. Dynamite Rampager. I'm just rampage poking a little fun here. It's like, okay, yes, yeah. he did all this success with none of his own stuff. He just put his money behind it. But, Jason, but, Jesus,
2: Jesus, Jason! I'm trying to throw the guy a bone here. We beat Tony Khan up on a weekly basis.
3: <laughs> look, no, look, look, no, no, look! I will give him because look, he is booking Athena better than than WWE did on the main roster.
4: And here it is. Yes, she probably went in there with a lot more, you know, oomph and whatnot because she's WWE or NXTs. I get well, no, Ember uh, WWE's Ember Moon is now Athena. Okay, cool, but he, he hasn't screwed the pooch with her at all. No. No, it's so yeah,
3: kudos to him. I
4: have a little fun with
3: that. All right, Rob, and, what else? Uh, one more. Okay, oh. so Impact Wrestling. Uh, this is hey. not for in, uh, WrestleMania weekend, actually, Action, but this is for this Friday. Uh, they're having one of their uh, kind of like B level pay per views of Sacrifice. And from what I've heard, it is sold out. And also, they got some TV tapings going on this weekend that are also either sold out or close to it.
2: I need to keep an eye on Impact. They ran locally here about a month or two ago, and they damn had everybody that's big. They had Mickey James, all their big players were there. And I, because we were going to NXT on Saturday, there's the the Impact show was on Friday, and I talk. I'm like, there's no way Teen is going to let me do that much wrestling in one weekend. Right. Plus, I was going to have to go over there by myself, and that kind of sucks. I mean, that's when you've got people you could take, and nobody wants to go. I'm like. Eh if i want to go all the way i'd go 10 minutes to a wrestling show by myself i don't think i'm gonna drive an hour to a wrestling show by myself I that's just not me maybe i'm not a super fan i don't know but yeah i may look into that a little bit more if impact's doing something locally again the tickets were cheap i think tickets were like 20 bucks for like floor seats
3: well so it's it's worth it just for the knockouts division and it's worth it for josh alexander
2: and josh alexander was there that night i should yeah. I, damn well i'm kicking myself in the ass i should have gone
3: yeah. Um, if if you they don't have a
4: they don't have a lot of women, but they have had one of the most stable and fun women's division for quite a while. Well, and they've got but Jordan Grace, who has turned herself into a
2: beast. My yeah. God, Jesus Mary. And, and um,
3: Joseph. yeah. And so it's um, so but they've got so, and now now look, they run smaller buildings now, but there was a, look a year ago they weren't filling the small buildings, so, yeah. um, they're doing better now and. And a lot of that, um, from some of the reports I saw, um, when Mickey James was doing that kind of last roundup kind of storyline, that started moving tickets. People wanted to see, you know, because people wanted to see if you know, is she going to win the championship back, or is she going to have to retire? And it, you know, she's she's still champion now, but that, yeah, that got things, that got some things going, and so and and you know, and uh, their first pay per view of the year, Hard to Kill, sold out. That was the one where she won the title so um right so look they um they got you know they're 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 slowly turning things around or doing better um so it, it's good to hear it's good to hear all these places doing well because like whether you know whether you watch you know look I, look we don't watch everything obviously nobody can watch everything but um it's good when it's when more places are doing well because that's more places for people to work
2: Right. And, you know, I don't ever want to see someone's favorite thing go away because there are definitely people that watch and and enjoy Impact. And I want that to always be there for them. Same thing with AEW, regardless how I feel. Ring of Honor, such as it may be, if, you know, GCW or MLW ever turns into anything bigger than what they are. I want those things to be available not only for the workers, but for the fans. This is probably an unprecedented time to be a a pro wrestling slash sports entertainment fan because there are so many options for people to make money, so many options for fans to watch the people that they like to watch and discover new talent. And, you know, Rob, I think back, I'm kind of envious of the kids these days. When we think back to when you and I, you know, were young men, there was, you know, WWF and NWA slash WCW. Unless you got lucky enough to get world class or USWA or something like that piped into your, to your area. And certainly we didn't have the internet, so you didn't have access to a lot of the other fringe stuff. But it, it's just an absolutely incredible time to be a pro wrestling fan.
4: And each year seems to be bigger than the one before it. I tell you one thing, my friends, north of the Mason Dixon, we did not have anything other than WWE and WWF.
3: And uh, well, you, one, got
2: NW. you got NWA in, didn't you?
3: Yeah, because of uh, television. Because oh. uh, for me, like, there were a couple of years where it was like eighty six or eighty seven, like a bunch of people had shows on little rinky dink cable channels and whatnot. So for like eighty six and eighty seven, and those all that was also like the last couple of really the last couple of years that territories were still hanging on. So there, yeah. there was about a year or two where there was like where there where there was a lot of stuff going on at the same time, but by shoot. 89 or 90 it was down to just two it was down to you know wcw and wwf and um yeah and then that was it for you know pretty much i mean then of course ecw had its little run there in the mid 90s but now look if i mean shoot i mean you got wwe you've got AEW, you've got impact you got you know you're just ring of honor back running again New Japan is on Access TV now. After Impact is over on Thursdays, um, you know, and then and now, and like through like Fight TV, or in a, you can there's a bunch of indie stuff you can get there. There's another there. There are a couple other like indie like wrestling like you know apps or websites where I think one of them is like IWTV or something, and uh, where you can just go and you can find stuff you know indie shows in different places, um you know, there are people who just run stuff and show it on YouTube. Um, like you can, you can, you can see some of Booker T's place on YouTube. I think they put all their stuff on YouTube and they're actually syndicated in a couple of places, you know? Um, so look you can get access, you can see all types of stuff now, man. So if, if you have, if you have absolutely no desire to watch any WWE programming, there's, there's a still, there's a ton of stuff you can watch instead. Okay. Um, Or Yes, you can get, um, you know, and then, you know, look, I know there there are people who I don't know how you go about watching stardom, but there are people who do. Um, And then like the stuff from Mexico, AAA and CMLL, there are people I know some people who who watch that stuff. Again, I don't know how I'm not sure how you do it, but
4: as far as I know, it's web based streaming, like the
3: old New Japan style. Okay. so but but there are ways. So, Yeah. yeah, to now in 2023. Um, whatever type of wrestling you want to see, you can get to it now. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's a really good time to be a fan.
2: It really is. I mean, you know, we, we're going to sit here and, you know, over the next, you know, two weeks and two episodes, we are really, really, really going to talk about WrestleMania, but I'm glad Rob got the opportunity to sit down here and talk about some other shows and just the, the overall health of the business financially is awesome you know yeah it is. it's
4: i mean i can't imagine again like literally anything you want to watch, anything you want to do, anything you want like you can get to it man. Like if i if i wanted to watch a random sting match when i was a, a little stinger, you know what i had to do? <clears throat> Wait till monday and pray that the stinger would actually wrestle. That's it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, all I can do, and pray there wasn't in like the last five minutes when they said, "Oh, we gotta go." Yeah, Yeah.
4: (laughs) (sighs) we'll
2: see you next week, fans. Yeah, what? Stinger just got out here. What do you mean we'll see you next week? Shit, it's already (laughs) eight oh five.
3: Yeah. So, it's yeah, it it really is. um, Yeah, really, it it really is a, a, a great time to be a fan. It's it's like walking into. Well, it's like now walking to a comic book store, and you got DC, you got Marvel, you got Image, you got Dark Horse, you got you know a bunch of manga books on the other shelf over here, um, and then you know, and then if you want, if you don't want current stuff, there's a there's a couple of shelves with you know golden and silver age back issues you can go to, and you know, and then if you're not even into comics, there's you know there's Pokemon cards and dungeons and dragons stuff in the store and all that that's what it's like now to be a wrestling fan
2: a side road here i wish i could take you guys into my local comic shop my god they just it's already huge enough and you've got like all these walls and, walls and walls and walls and walls of comics and then in the middle of it all you've got like some toys and a whole big funko pop section and then you've got your your uh tabletop rpg games your you know yeah all those things right in the center there. You've got cards you can buy. But then there's an entirely detached room. Like you walk down this little hallway. There's a whole other detached room where they have like golden and silver age back issues. And then like the whole back wall, there's action figures in the middle. There's more Funko Pops and you name it. It's just everywhere. But about two weeks ago, they bought out another local comic shop here. Oh, wow. They 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 had to rent out space from another building in the same little plaza just to put up like more back issues and, like, discount stuff. Like, I, I walked in here with my with my son and Tina here about two weeks ago, and I was just like, my God, I could, I'd have to win the lottery to buy half the stuff in there that I'd want. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. It's insane how – and it's just in this little itty-bitty, I won't say unassuming shopping plaza because it's actually on a major corner in our area. But to look at the place just as a – from a visual aspect, the plaza looks like a shithole. Like it's it's really in this older part of town. It's not real well kept. Some of the buildings have been about every year and a half something closes down and something else takes over. I think the only constants there have been the comic shop and the bridal shop. Everything mm. else has been <laughs> but you know like everything from a Chinese restaurant to a Japanese restaurant. I think there's a gym in there now that used to be a music store. but yeah, the the, the comic shop is absolutely I, like I would love to take you guys in there. you guys would you guys would lose your minds.
4: We gotta check. Gotta get down there and check it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you guys ever come down, I'll take you.
4: But yeah, seriously, that's it. That's ex- a great analogy, Rob, because that really is like, okay, I like nerd shit. Okay, do you like Funko Pops or do you like <laughs> comic books or do you like this or do you like that? Because we have it all. Well, I like wrestling. Well, I like you know black and gold style. I like you know high flying. I like luchadors. I like women's wrestling. It's like well, we got you know startup. We got this. We got that. We got this. We got
3: that. You can find it all, man. But fucking pay for it, you pricks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, because because like, I know guys like you get in some of these comic book groups. Like there are people who don't who don't read any Marvel or DC. They you know yeah. they don't they don't read any. They they want you know it's all Image or Dark Horse or you know or they're in the manga or whatever you know and uh jim and, lee's and got so, his
4: own little label now i think it did got bought and acquired by dc but it is his little label yeah mirage no not mirage is somebody different uh jim
3: lee oh can okay, he have uh, his
4: own label for a while
3: oh um Wildstorm. Wildstorm. yeah dc bought Wildstorm yeah. a while back but yeah but yeah, yeah i mean but there's but, yeah and then there's that stuff but it's kind of like, you know, WWE and Black and Gold. It was like, yeah,
4: WildStorm's a little different. It's a little, you know, they're in part of the DC universe, but they're doing their own thing. They're a little more violent, they're a little more gritty, they're a little more this, they're a little more that, they're a little less this, they're a little less that. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's great.
3: Yeah. And And so look, if you if you would you know, if you had told us back in like 2000 or something or 99 or 2000 that, that one day they're going you know, to get to see all of this stuff, you know, people have been like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean, it's, it's absolutely incredible what we have available to us. Now. And I'm glad to hear that, you know, everybody's doing well. So we dump on AEW a lot. We clown Tony Khan very often, but if AEW is healthy, if AEW is thriving and if they're slowly bringing in more people, more power to them, man.
3: And actually um, i just saw they are so they they did their first house show this weekend and and john moxley
4: bled john moxley bled at the inaugural aew house show god bless you john moxley you are the best thank you for keeping this gimmick of this podcast alive we love you, you fucking lunatic.
3: Yeah, no, I got to check. Is he is he wrestling tonight? Because
4: yeah, it's eight oh eight. We're on the Moxley Blood Watch.
3: Yeah, if, if he's if he's wrestling tonight, then yes. yes, we have to do the we have to do the Blood Watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> John Moxley, I just Blood up. Watch here on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Oh, he's, and he's, while he's, we're he's, doing that, I'm going to encourage you to go over to the dot com forward slash the Chair Shot. From there, you can pick up, uh, you know. T shirts are your favorite uh, Chair Shot Radio Network podcast. Hopefully, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast is one of them. We have our own t shirt there. Go check out all the merchandise we have there. The t shirts on wrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Your body will thank you. We will thank you.
3: Yes uh actually he is wrestling uh, Stu Grayson tonight so uh if it comes on while we're uh while we're still recording here yes we, we will have the john moxley blood <laughs> We'll have the blood update for john moxley yes and uh, but they did their first house show they had a good sized crowd there from what the pictures showed, and they are now they're they're expanding it they're gonna um they're going to they are expanding their house show. I guess portfolio or whatever and um yeah. and actually um jeff jarrett is actually the guy they hired and they hired jeff jarrett a few months ago
2: yeah
3: and he's actually uh, i think he's the guy basically in charge of that
2: good for them good for him that's good for jeff god bless
4: you double good J. for jeff jarrett.
2: yeah <laughs> the, the 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 bag grab king
4: never never met a bag he couldn't grab that's right
2: I'm a little disappointed in NXT right now, man. I got a bone to pick. Uh, NXT, we have a little uh, Melbourne Auditorium here, probably 15 minute drive away from me, and NXT has been hitting the loop there about every, you know, before COVID, it was about every three months, and then after things got back from COVID, uh, again we there was two or three shows, and you know, it's it's a cheap show, it's a fun show. I got their emailer today and they are at least for now not coming back to to my neck of the woods anytime soon i think the closest are coming is about an hour away um so i'm little disappointed by that I was, I was i always felt like they did good business there i hope it wasn't a case of they just weren't drawn or maybe hopefully they're i don't think it's that they're looking to go places where they're drawing more because a lot of the places that i saw in the mailer are places they've been going to anyway and you know the last few shows i've been to here locally they were sold out there's a good crowd so i'm hoping maybe they'll they'll add us on there at some point but yeah just a little disappointed that NXT's not coming back to melbourne anytime soon
3: well hopefully though um well hopefully they will be you know they. it's just a temporary thing really and uh yeah
2: well and, and i said that before i hope can- nxt gets out in the national loop because i've said it before for your money that's a hell of a good wrestling show
3: oh yeah
4: so speaking of uh, AEW getting like bigger and bigger and bigger and you know <clears throat> this AEW All Access thing I am fascinated to see how this goes because if you're not aware of it AEW is launching a reality television show called AEW All Access that is a reality show behind the scenes of AEW It's not about Brit and Adam, and occasionally they go to, you know, AEW shows. It's not about, you know, the people. It's about AEW, and everything I've seen backstage, excuse me, in clips, is them backstage or at podiums or in the ring or blah, 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 blah. I'm absolutely fascinated to see how well that show does.
2: So is is it one of those things, like being the elite, where you've got to watch it to keep up with
4: storylines? Or is this just something completely separate? i do think it is totally out it's totally not k-fabe it's totally okay. real um, yeah, um i mean i'm sure they're gonna they're gonna dance around some stuff like punk oh and, they will um, they stuff. have to right. hey no no which they should and they have to and let's 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 at least try to keep the spirit of k-fabe alive come on guys right well, which is totally
3: um, fine yeah because well, I, I read an interview with uh, a brit and adam and uh and they said that yeah, you know, that they're not gonna just totally expose the business here um okay that's good. See, I don't mind those little backstage
2: things like, you know, the WWE 24 and the oh. WWE 365. I love those kind of things, and that might be kind of fascinating to get, you know, peel back the curtain just enough to see how AEW as a company kind of works backstage, how the machine moves. That would probably, sad as it is to hey, say, that would probably interest me
4: more than their in-ring product would. I and, uh... mean, just, just like a WWE 24, this is... A show about how things operate backstage written directed shot and produced by the people backstage right
3: yeah and so, now um it, and now it does sound like uh, Brit and Adam are going to be the stars of the show and
4: it certainly looks that way yeah
3: and and a lot of it is going to focus on actually Adam's recovery because he's been out for, like he had some serious concussion problems and yeah and a lot of it in, in basically like Britain's been taking care of him basically for a while now or until more recently. I mean, he was, he was in real bad shape. <clears throat> like he, I think he couldn't even travel for a while. Um,
2: no, that's a shame. Yeah. He couldn't
3: fly. Yeah. He couldn't fly. Yeah. I mean, he he just, yeah. So, and so I think it's going to focus a lot. A lot of it's going to sound like a lot of it's going to focus on that. And that's now to me, that's going to be just, that's going to be fascinating because like we, we've never really seen like, an inside look at the people recovering from that stuff like we see him when they come back right you know we saw daniel Bryan when he when he when he said okay i'm clear right yeah uh, we didn't see him we didn't see him and brie you know going through it with the doctors and all of that stuff right correct um so this would be i mean i think that's to me that's very interesting just to see that
2: that stuff is really interesting uh wwe did something like that with uh tomasa champa Back oh, yeah. when he had his neck surgery a few years ago, and they went from, like, the day he realized, okay, I can't wrestle anymore right now, all the way through the surgical process, the post-operative process. It was neat to watch that that whole, because like Rob said, you know, people just disappear for months on end, and they either come back or they don't. And, you know, it's it's neat to see the, uh, the process and what it takes to come back.
4: Yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And, I mean, it's, okay, it's a great indication that, you know, the network's not going anywhere behind that. Their network's still firmly behind them. And so, yeah, it's, again, it it goes back to the point that Rob was making at the beginning of the show. Wrestling's in an awesome place right now. Like, yeah, I'm fascinated to see where that show is is in a year from now. But just the fact that it got greenlit and it's on TV, hey, we're doing great, man. Right,
3: right. And it, so, like, it, it's automatically an upgrade over the the, the face slapping contest. Yes, yeah.
4: my and, God! <laughs> oh,
3: that's, it's, it's that's a good it.
4: sign that they could sell it to the network as. No, it's a show about the wrestling. I mean, yes, they with the human element with Adam and Britt and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, but it's about the wrestling. It's about the wrestling business. So, I mean, WWE everything was couched as, "Yeah, this is what mm-hmm. they're like outside the ring." So. That's how they get people like my wife to watch. That's how my wife started watching The Bellas before I even started watch, watching watching wrestling again. Yeah. That's what they're trying to get. And I'm like, how do you get that with a show about the wrestling? Unless they're, I mean, that's not their intent. Maybe they're just like, hey, we're doing a show about the wrestling because we're so fucking cool. Cool, go go for it. You got it greenlit. So better than I'm doing. But I'm just very interested to see. It's a, It's fascinating from many angles.
3: Now no. we just we just we just need a cutaway to to Tony, face down in a pile of powder.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Edited for television, sir.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, like you said, it's a good time for, for the business. It's a great time for wrestling fans. Uh, you know, with the health of the business, the increase in the business, uh, unfortunately, comes with some side effects, and one of those side effects is the uh, not only the the toxicity of fans. But the entitlement of fans and, you know, we've seen an, an increase in incidents between fans and wrestlers and fans overstepping boundaries. And we, we had another one of those incidents this week with Rhea Ripley where she took to Twitter and basically ripped people up and said, look, don't approach us at the airport when we're trying to get some from one place to another. She's like, you know, if you approach me a certain way, I'm I'm pretty much going to ignore you and say no. And that became very divisive amongst people, and I would I would argue to say probably divisive amongst the workers as well, um, because there are some workers that I've seen. I, I think it was, I think, please, Miss, don't quote me here, but I think Gargano said one time on Twitter, "Hey, if you see me out in public, come by all means, come and ask for a picture." But I, he I, did
4: say that. But again, I. I don't know. That's not a car. The airport, the airport isn't public. Like right. as stupid as that is, as someone I've been at a lot of friggin' airports, I've flown a lot. The airport's not public. Like, yeah, maybe if you're sitting at a, a bar or a restaurant or something in the airport, or I don't know. But like so I saw uh, I've I've done th- I've done this. So I'll be I'll be that guy. I've done this so on my flight to on my flight to New, New Orleans. We were waiting. We were, We got. Um. We've got. Uh. We got our layover. Thank you, God. Uh. Our layover, and I can't even remember where. But we got from Boston to this place, and we were going to NOLA. We we're getting lining up in our plane. We we're lining up at the gate, and we we're just sitting there, and we have plenty of time. And so Emily and I are talking to each other, and I I just keep seeing people go, and half the people on the flight are wearing wrestling gear because it's WrestleMania weekend. Half the people right. are going back and forth, back and forth. To this one area. I'm like, what is going on? And then I look in the corner, far away from the people, still in the same gate—not like totally far away, but about as far as you can get with the, while staying in the same gate area. There was this guy sitting there, in like curly blonde hair, and he, you know, and I, I, I look and I'm like, "That's DDP, Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page, just sitting there." And I stayed away for a little while. I was like, "Okay, it's very important. I'm not gonna bother." Yeah. I quickly figured out, yeah, he was sitting away from people, but the dude was holding court. Like, people yeah. would come over, say hello, you know, he'd very graciously like reach up and like he'd take their hand and say, oh, blah, 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 and say some stuff to him. You know, maybe he'd stand up and they'd get a picture or something and he'd sit down and he was all smiles the whole time. And also, again, this is not a Tuesday night in January to Poughkeepsie. This is a flight to WrestleMania on WrestleMania weekend. So, a little bit different. Um right. So, I was like, all right, fine. Fuck it. I'll go over. I mean, like this guy was, you know, in, integral to my wrestling fandom as a as a WCW mark growing up, right. rooting for Sting in WCW to take down Hogan. So, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go over. So uh, me and Emily like quietly shuffled over and I said, excuse me, Mr. Page. Can I bother you? So he said, oh, how are you doing, man? And I just said, um, my name's Jason. This is my wife, Emily. You know, uh, Excuse me. I'm sorry. My girlfriend at the time, because that's uh, that comes up in a second. So uh, I uh, I say this is my girlfriend, Emily. I grew up watching you and I just want to say thank you for everything. I would not be on this flight if it weren't for you and a bunch of other people in WCW so thanks and he's just like thank you so much man and she and she was just like oh nice to meet you because <laughs> she didn't really care <laughs> <laughs> and she says she said something he's like oh thank you aren't you lovely or something like oh she said i love your yoga because she's oh, a big okay. yogi. <laughs> so she's like i love your yoga and she's like oh thank you aren't you a sweetheart and then so and i stopped on the girlfriend part because i uh she walked away and she well we walked away and she went to the bathroom or something and then I quietly, like, scampered over back over to him. I'm like, excuse me, GDP. And he just looked at me. He kind of had a quizzical look, but he still had a smile on his face. And I reached in my pocket and I pulled out what was soon to be my wife's engagement ring. And I pulled, pulled it open and I just said, you're the diamond guy. How'd I do? And he said, she's going to love it. And he <laughs> <laughs> kept going. That's like, an oh, awesome story. Yeah, that's great. That's still, like, one of the coolest that things. That pops me. <laughs> now, I tell that story and then i'm gonna say please don't fucking approach these people in an airport or like right. then there's got to be a way to do it it's well, not with five dudes walking up to you with an action figure and saying please sign this nope right if you are at this airport here here we go one thing one thing if you are at an airport and you see a wrestler and you want to ask for that autograph You better be on a flight or I've come off a flight. If you went to the airport because you know they're going to be there, you're a fucking stalker, man. That that was gonna be my point. Yes. It's if you pass like if I'm
2: at Disney with you know if we go to Disney one weekend and I happen to pass the Garganos,
4: you know,
2: I might say I might look in their general direction and kind of okay, give them that look that says, Hey, I know who you are. And if they look approachable, maybe I'll just say, hey, do you mind if we get a picture? You know, I, I enjoy what you do. Things like that. But if they're at dinner, like if I go into like an Outback or something and the Gargano family is sitting there eating dinner, I'm sure shit not going to walk up to the table and be like, hey, can, can you sign my napkin? It's not going to happen. I'm sure as hell not going to go to the airport because I know Roman Reigns or the Usos are going to be landing You know, in 30 minutes and they're on, you know, United Airline or whatever the case may be. I'm not doing that. It's in degrees. again,
4: that is stalking. There are degrees because, again, I'm about to tell on myself, after every single WWE show in Boston, I will bet you folding money you can find at least, and this is probably very conservative, five, before it closed, five WWE stars. At the Kowloon, which is a little bit, which is a huge Chinese restaurant resort type thing, and just north of Boston, John Cena loves it. He started everybody going there, and it became a thing. So it yeah. became a thing for the fans too. And in my experience, it was very respectful. You know, no one approached anyone at their dinner table or whatever. Case in point, I ran into, um, quite literally, uh, ran into Alberto Alberto Del Rio on the way out, on the way in. Uh, and said, oh, hey, and you just kind of gave my a handshake. It was just like, great match tonight. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. Walked away. Um, and then same thing. I was getting up to go to the bathroom, literally, uh, walking directly towards me was Tyler Breeze. And I just go, I gave him the head nod. And I said, and again, cause it was, um, back in Brizongo days, I believe. Uh, I was just like, oh no, this head, no, he was still singles, uh, just on the main roster with the selfie stick. Anyway, uh, he, uh, I just gave him the head nod you know, it stuck my hand out kind of like this, like this, and was just like, hey, great match, man. And he gave me a quick dap, and he was like, oh, thanks so much, and kept it moving. And then I also peed next to Luke Gallows, did not intend on it, just kind of <laughs> sat there at the urinal. All of a sudden, this ginormous man just is towering over me, and is at the urinal next to me. And I immediately, as I peripherally know who it is, so my eyeballs immediately lock on the woman <laughs> painting right in front of me. Uh, And I look at the grout the tile. Look at the grout in the tile. Yeah, go go out to the sink. I'm washing my hands. He comes up, washes my hands. All right, he's washing. I hope hands. he didn't wash your hands. I That's kind of creepy. I, I. Hey, you know what? I, I <laughs> too. But so I, I wash my hands. I wait till he's starting to rinse his soap up, and then I go. And then I go, "Hey, man, great match tonight." And I threw him the two sweet, and he's like, "Thanks, brother, two sweet." Or. I'm like thanks brother brother or something like that i don't even remember because i just like tapped them and i was out of there like that okay man but again if you're like seeking these people out and again also not for nothing my wife and i stayed at both well, state didn't say we had dinner at the kowloon we had a whole meal we had a, we spent way too much money it was so fucking good i missed that place um and you know we weren't just there, and there were these people, by the way. We walked through them, and then I met Elder Alberto de Rio. Just this semicircle of people standing outside, like a bunch of lunatics with with their toys and shit to sign. Yeah. Nah, man, no. Let them yes. let them have a good time. Like have have an experience with them as equals, or somewhat. I'm sure as restaurant goers. I mean, um, yeah. sure, but like no, stop yeah. stalking these people. Stop but,
3: um, it. Uh, there's a restaurant in Baltimore, uh, Sabatino's, and that is a famous uh, like wrestler stop after shows. Or
4: yeah,
3: I think uh, I mean they go back to Bruno. I mean they they've been around those, that long.
4: Those places are fair game at this point because it uh, you know again don't approach them at the dinner table, but they're fair yeah. game because at this point if the wrestlers didn't want to be bothered by fans, they'd be like, okay, well I can't go to you know that Bruno, Bruno's restaurant at you know after the show.
3: I'm going to Burger King. Right. Yeah. But, um, oh, it is what it is. Like, just, I, like I said, don't, don't, I mean, coming to the airport with a bunch of shit for people to sign, you know, that, that, you know, to me, that, that earns you a fuck you very much. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. And look, and I mean, look, I'm sorry. And if you've
4: got a kid with you, I want to throw you off a bridge.
3: Yes, because, because you're using the kid as a damn human shield to, yep. you know, and, um, so, no, just, look, they have meet and greets, um, and I know, yes, it, it's... And, you know, and see, the thing is, you no, know, these these collector guys are assholes, okay? I was going to say, look, it's, no, like, the people who, you know, like, the, some of the people I was in line with, those are the people, like, you know, if, if one of them says, wants to say hello, like, those kids really do just want to say hello to their favorite wrestler, all right? Yeah. yeah. But these assholes that are running up on people with a bunch of shit to sign at the airport fuck you okay you're serious because like, you're stop. just gonna turn around and Don't. sell it on fucking I that, like, that, well i was gonna get to that because you're not asking them to sign it so you can put it on your wall and so it will be really because it's re- be really awesome you know they signed your program or whatever and you're gonna put it on your wall and you're gonna frame it so everybody can see it no that's not what you're doing you're getting them to sign some uh, uh, action figure case so you can sell it and that's, yeah, and that's I no, you know, just screw you, stop it. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean if you're 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 stalking people for a profit at that point. Yeah, and, much. No, and, and, and
2: and the worst part of it is is they do it under that guise of well I pay your paycheck. Yeah. Like that is the most entitled
3: fan bullshit ever. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this in there. Uh, a lot of those people probably don't some of those folks don't even watch. Probably They're not. Collectors, like, they collect shit. Yeah, they're collectors, and they and they got the they got the action figure because it was in the collection, right? And those yeah. are the people. Those are the people that pirate WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. I mean, so these aren't even, you know, this I pay your salary is I mean, a lot of times it's bullshit. Right? They they, they, I mean, they do I
2: mean, deserve a private life, and I on a much much smaller scale, you know, I, I work in healthcare and I work with a lot of patients, and every now and then, you run into somebody in public and you recognize them and you want to be cool but at the same time you're like please don't ask me about your eyes please don't ask me about your eyes and inevitably <laughs> somebody will go hey i got this thing in my eye i'm like one i'm off the fucking clock two i'm trying to get eggs and milk and get the hell up out of here uh, call the office <laughs> you,
4: know? Oh, you so- know when i was doing the phone thing you know how many customers i'd run into and be like hey jay real quick could you uh reset my facebook password or whatever it's just like no man. No, I'm working tomorrow. Come see. We open at ten. We'll see you then. Right. I, I don't work right now, man. Yeah. This, these
2: people are allowed to take time off.
3: Yeah, and um, yeah. and I'm now um. We talked about this. And actually, here's here's where where it is because you
4: know what? There are certain customers that I would spend five ten minutes with and be like, whatever, that's fine because yeah. they do pay my bills because i like know for approach. approach like i have a relationship with them you know yeah. that's different yeah way different
3: and um the other thing i think look some of this has to go on the company as well because well when they're traveling in between towns all right like when they're doing when they're going from smackdown on friday to the to the house show on saturday and into the next house show on sunday Okay, you shouldn't have them going through, walking through the common area baggage claim and all of that. Okay. Um, like, you're the biggest company in the world. And, and, right, look, they should all at least be able to go through, they should have passes to go through the VIP entrance or whatever it is at the airport. Um, they should not have to, look, they should not have to walk through the unwashed masses to get on their flight. Okay.
2: Some of that comes back to the argument of how WWE pays its talent. And if this has changed since the last time I heard, I'm sure someone in our circle will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but WWE doesn't pay its uh, talent's travel expenses, um, like flights, that's, cars, all that's that. Part
4: of, it's part of the <laughs> how they get away with the independent contractor thing. Exactly. Yeah. You're, a con- so, you're a contractor who signed to do a four-year contract with WWE. Right. I don't have to pay you on your off time, you know, that however you right. get here is up to you. Right. So and that's I'm sure right. a lot of the bigger guys and even some of the mid-level guys have stipends and things like that in their accounts and in their contracts yeah. and things like that. But Ran- they Randy's still have got to, a bus. Yeah. And,
3: you know, well, you know, right. Exactly. And, you know, Roman's got a bus. I think Seth and Becky have a bus. They're, they're known for having a bus. Um,
2: right. Which um, was part of Ryback's complaint, you know, six or eight years ago was that Ryback didn't have a bus, but Randy Orton had one. I'm like, sure, there's a reason for that. Because you're
3: Ryback and he's Randy Orton.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't under, you don't quite understand the pecking order of the business, sir. Yeah. But again, that that could be, you know, part of their thing is like, look, yeah, they can get VIP access. They can get the the fast pass to get through the gate, but they're going to have to pay for it on their own. Or they can hire armed security. They can hire, you know, it's, I, I, I would imagine that's no different than anybody else. If, you know, if, uh, Tom Cruise is under a six-picture deal with Paramount. Is Paramount paying his security, or is he paying for that out of his own pocket?
3: Um, I imagine – well – They're, I they're mean, home. they're
2: probably paying for on set security, yeah. but if Tom Cruise is going from place to place to place, just Tom cruising his life, he's paying for his own security. He's paying for his own, you know, alias at the hotel and whatever else the case may be.
3: Yeah. And now, but I think they should at least giving them, you should give them VIP passes at the airport. You can do that. Okay. I mean, cause I mean, cause that, cause those weekends when they're on the house show loop, they're, you know, they're on company time here. Um, yeah, and no, look, yeah. I mean, if you shouldn't, you know, if no, look, if it's Wednesday and they're flying to see grandma or whatever, then that's on them. Yes, um, but when when people know you're going to be at the airport, that's because they know you're on the, the loop. And
4: I mean, unless you're getting on a private flight, though, unless like what secret entrance are you talking well, about? I don't, like, well, yeah, I'm, they can give them. Well, they can give them TSA pre check, and they can give them like you know that kind of stuff. But at that, I'm, there's no like.
3: Oh well. I Secret door. I, I, I don't travel enough, so I I was assuming that I mean that No,
4: there there really something. isn't, unfortunately. No, there, with, there's with not, there's not there's one way in
2: and one way out, Bubba. And no, it ain't it ain't the Disney fast pass.
4: Part of the cost of a private flight is to have it <clears throat> having your private security detail and having paying TSA to check your bags and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that's that's the cost
3: of it. Oh, okay. So. Well, then, well, okay, well then
4: But the very I'm Yes, TSA pre-check and the all the yes get it's hooked up with Sky Miles and all this bullshit. But so do all that absolutely. But again, I think there are limits, unfortunately, to what they do unless they all start flying private together, which with would just nightmare. be a logistical well, nightmare but, because yeah. they go different places every. Well, that travel
2: cost is why those guys end up four to six deep in a rental car, piled up on top of each other.
3: Yeah, and because uh, um. Now I think um, they do. Now they will fly them. Like if it's it, when there's a premium live event on Saturday, and if you're at SmackDown, you're flying to the, the town for the show for that show. They do. They do put them all together on a plane together, and
2: and I think they do their international flights too for them,
4: don't they?
3: Yeah, yeah they do. But you know, like if it's you know
4: week to week to week, it's just you're on your own.
3: Yeah, and well, I think and particularly look, I mean. And look it's different for guys than with women right and because right. yes. it's a, it's a, there's a different dynamic um you know if look if some dude had broke the you know baron Corman's house baron Corman just might have beat the shit out of him <laughs> probably okay um it's not the same dynamic as when the guy broke into the house right it's just and not. thats and, and or you know five guys running up on re ripped at the airport is not the same as. Five guys running up on Jimmy and Jay,
4: or four or four five girls running up on Roman Reigns. It's just that's, not the same. Sorry, guys.
3: Uh, yeah, and that's yeah exactly. So it's just, and you and you look, you got to take that into account here because I mean, there's look, I mean, if you, I don't watch the news, but every night, but if you if, trust me, if you watch the news almost every night, then there is some, you know, unfortunately, some woman getting assaulted or worse. Yeah, in pretty and in damn near every city. Um, And high cool guys. No,
2: not. I guess I just don't understand the mentality that goes into that because I one of the first NXT shows I went to was when Rhea Ripley was NXT uh, NXT Women's Champion, and I had gone over. She was doing something over by the merch table. She had been doing like a meet and greet and some signings and things like that. And I thought about going up and doing it, but there were like 10 kids or I'm like, you know, let those kids, you know, it's about the kids. Let those kids do that. Let those kids have that. So I got up to go to the bathroom and you have to walk past the merch stand to go around to the bathroom where this place is. As I was coming back, she was walking away from there and we literally like almost bumped into each other. And I was like, just kind of, I kind of nodded at her and she walked by and her boyfriend at the time, this was the guy she was seeing before, Buddy. Uh, He was standing there, and she, like, walked past me, walked to him, gave him a kiss, and then headed back to the back. But I was just like, even in that moment, I was like, she's right there. I could have just, like, said hi, have a good match tonight, and, and, you know, kept it moving, and I still felt awkward. Like, how do you not feel awkward just, like, waiting for someone to get off their bus or get on their plane or get off their plane – I, how do you not feel weird about that? Is I I, I don't know. That's a mentality I can't wrap my head around. Is it you know awe inspiring to meet famous people or someone that you you know respect or admire or something like that? Absolutely. But goddamn, what happened to boundaries? Because right. um, in
3: like, the end um, of the day, they are people too, man. Yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, one time when I did travel for work, uh, I think I I don't, I don't know if I told the story here, but um, we were at the airport and little richard was on the same flight with us really he did. and and you know people did people i mean and he, people saw him and they acknowledged oh and because look you you know little richard when you saw him nobody <laughs> nobody looked like little richard okay yeah um so people saw him and they kind of head nodded and oh and but and they kept it moving <clears throat> like they're traveling leave them alone yeah, it's like when I
4: saw, uh, um, it's like when I saw Marty Marty Skrull on a crowded thoroughfare on in New Orleans. He looked at me, I looked at him. I I think I was wearing a Bullet Club of Jace shirt, and I kind of gave him a "What a villain!" and he just kind of gave me the head nod and kept moving. Um, I mean, it turns out I actually should have called the police, but.
3: Um,
4: <laughs> so.
3: Or, 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 or yeah, but I'm thinking. not
4: going to sit there and stop and, like, stop this guy and be like, oh, my gosh, it's the villain. Everybody, look. Uh, will you take my pictures? Dude, it's New Orleans. It is 2 o'clock in the afternoon. There are a 1,000 people on this street. That dude wants to just get to his next bar.
3: Yeah. Yep. So just, I mean, <laughs> leave, leave them alone. And, like, I guess I know um, a lot of people. Well, see, I was going to say, well, I was about to say a lot of people can't afford to make the trip to a meet and greet or whatever, whatever. But then again, you know what, though? Those aren't the people who are rushing up on these folks wanting them to sign a bunch of shit. No, exactly. they're
2: the ones that have $300 worth of merchandise in their hand. They want an autograph because they can
4: turn around and sell it for six.
3: Yeah, yeah. and that, and so, you know what? I mean, exactly. Because I Meanwhile, don't think a
4: little girl who's walking with her parents and sees Charlotte Flair at a gate she's walking by and starts having heart palpitations. Yeah, okay, she's probably going to, you know, it's okay. Go say hi or something
3: like that. But, yeah,
4: you know, it's it's just different. Stop it. Yeah. Stop being weird.
3: Yeah, basically, just really stop being weird.
2: Stop being creepy, people. Stop being creepy. You're not helping our
3: cause. Because exactly. one, one of these folks is going to, one day, you're going to run up on the wrong one. They're going to put hands on you.
4: No, you're going to run up on, on Sonya Deville. And, and bang. put holes in you. <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get dealt with. Deservedly <laughs> so, by the way. And absolutely we'll be off to
2: one Miss DeVille. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. I mean, I, I, I absolutely encourage people to get their concealed permit and yeah. carry, especially, especially women, especially women who have had prior, you know, prior
4: scares in their home. I absolutely support and we, that. And we... Support doing it the right way, getting your yes. permit, getting yeah. your lesson. Get your lessons. permit, carry it legally. Know how, you to, know. Know how to carry a weapon, yeah, know how, how to, to deal with it. it. Yes. Right. Know how to not use it. Yeah. Well, that's Don't the key. The, the key it. is to have one in the hopes that
2: you'll never use it. Exactly.
3: Uh, so. All right.
2: Well, let's do this. Uh, I I recorded an episode of the Attitude of Aggression podcast. Uh, recorded actually that last night, and that actually should be up on the Chairshot Radio Network right now as you're listening to this. We posed a question. Well, Dave, Dave's the host of the show. He posed a question at the end, and I want to throw this around the room here. Let's talk a little bit of WrestleMania. Let's talk. We already know that the main event for night two is. There's a lot of debate in the air right now as to what the main event for night one should be. And again, this is a divisive thing amongst fans. The, the running favorite right now is the Usos versus uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, uh, being that they're a major part of the Bloodline storyline. There's also a solid argument to be made that Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley should be main eventing night one. And I figured I'd kick this around the room here tonight. And let's, you know, let's pick it apart and see where everybody stands with this. Rob, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts? First, what is your, which one do you think, is going to main event and which one do you think should main event um out of okay. those two it's assuming that those are our only two options
3: okay well all right so i'll, I'll be objective first well from the first i'm going to be biased and i'll be objective okay all right well you okay okay here it comes
2: okay. my <laughs> <biased>
3: opinion, <laughs> you know it should be charlotte yeah. okay but now okay now, now that i threw it out rob there.
4: rob the booker what did yeah, rob okay. the booker say
3: okay but now, okay, stepping away from that now. Um we'll see okay, if you had come to me a week ago, I would have said Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos because they hadn't done much of a damn thing to build Charlotte and Rhea's match. Okay. Um before last Friday they had two promo segments. They kicked it up a notch last week though. Yes, but now before before that they had Two promo segments since the end of January.
1: Yeah.
3: Which, it was unacceptable. I mean, look for all for all the criticism the <clears> thing <throat> got last year, they were beating the shit out of each other almost every week. Yep. Okay. Um and they and there'd been just two promo segments between Charlotte and Rhea before last week. Um so if you'd come to me a week ago and said which one should be I would have, I would have said without a doubt, Kevin and Sam, because quite frankly, they hadn't built anything else up to to be that important yet. Um, and no, you should not put a you should not put a match on last if you have if you haven't, t- you know, put much effort and even build the damn thing. No, it should not main event. Okay, no matter who it is.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. Now, I mean, I would say now you know there there's a there is a case now now that they've actually gotten some action going there um depends on you know well this you know it depends on how they follow it up this Friday though um because if they go back to if they go back to not doing anything anything for another week then you know we're back at square one again um and look this has been and you know I've this is just you know a criticism I have of how Triple H has been doing things. Um because it, You know, and then, and then look, the other women, you know, Bianca and Asuka is, I mean, it hasn't been, they haven't really done a spectacular job on that one it's, either. Um It's
4: going to be a good match.
3: Yeah. And it's,
4: but I'm not really invested, I should say.
3: Yeah. And um so it's just, so now look, I think now I think now, depending on what they do Friday, if they continue to build on it Friday, then I think yes, you can make a case for Charlotte and Rhea doing it. Um if they don't, then then no, they should not. I mean, um because quite frankly, if they don't do if they don't do anything else to build on it, then then you're doing both of those women a disservice. And you're not and you wouldn't be doing them any favors by by calling them by putting them in the main event if you no. Now, look, now, they're, now, they're, now they'll take it. I mean, and I do not blame either one of them for saying, okay. Hey. <laughs> and, you know, then looking, Charlotte has come out and said that she, you know, like, yes, this, this is a main event match. And some people have given her shit for that. But, but what was she supposed to say? <laughs>
2: well, and, and let's be fair, on any other show, any other time of the year, and other circumstances notwithstanding, this is a WrestleMania main event. You can absolutely main event Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley at, at WrestleMania. You can main event them in any other pay-per-view any other time of the year. Unfortunately, there's just too much going on with the bloodline.
3: Yeah, now one suggestion I saw um, was that Kenny and, I mean, not Kenny, Kenny. Geez. You're putting Kevin, the cart
2: way before the horse, sir.
3: Kevin and Sammy, uh, one suggestion I saw was that you should do that match to open up night two because you should do the whole bloodline story in one night.
2: Yeah, PC Tunney keeps saying they should do the whole bloodline story in one night, but he's going on the assumption that everybody's losing everything Sunday night.
3: Um, so well, no.
4: I I wholeheartedly disagree because if I think I, my suggestion was the USOs go on first. Period. Like beginning night one the, match night one. Night okay. one match one because okay. when they lose, you're going to need some time to tell that story backstage with Roman in the locker room night two, Kevin and Sammy celebrating Kevin and Sammy, giving Cody a pep talk, blah, 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 blah. You want as much time as possible to build that. Um, because it's going to be that much better when Roman puts Cody down like a dog in the main event. <laughs> As See, my that
2: glorious was, would say, as Rob would say, that's, that was a good Robin impersonation there, buddy. <laughs> um, and, that, and that was my argument with the, with Tony and Dave on the Attitude of Aggression show was I think what I don't think I think they're going to main event night one, but if the USOs lose, you have that entire next night to to build that drama around Roman. Roman's either going to be disgusted with the two of them, or he's oh, going to no. really go in there. Like, holy shit, it's
4: falling apart around me. What am I going to do? Like, oh, no, it's I up need, to, it's it's up need to me promo. now. I need a promo immediately after they lose. Like, we don't even do the, like, the, the, hell, you, they go, they go out, they do the match, they lose. Kevin and Sammy are winning, are celebrating in the ring. They walk backstage. You do some throwaway segment. And then our next segment is the tribal chief. And we're going to, and this is going to, this is going to build. Um, my, part of my I logic. Just, well, my other part, of, the other part of the equation with me is I think the women are going to main, uh, should main event night, night one. And I think they're going to main event night one uh, simply because call it whatever you want, making up for lost time, com- affirmative action, bullshit, whatever. They're not unworthy of the main event. So it's, so yeah, put them in there. Yeah, I here's my thing,
2: because Tunney was saying, you know, you got to put Rhea Ripley. You did this whole thing with her. You got to get Rhea Ripley in the main event. Rhea Ripley is what twenty three, four, maybe five years old. Yeah, Rhea Ripley has a decade and a half or more of WrestleManias ahead of her. Okay, I, this is somebody who I look to be a very long term WWE investment in Rhea Ripley. She has many, many WrestleManias ahead of her, and she has all the upside potential in the world to main event more WrestleManias. The window for the Usos has gotten smaller. The window for Kevin and Sammy has gotten smaller. And I was looking back, and I had it pulled up earlier, and I had to reboot my computer, so I lost it. The Usos' WrestleMania history over the 13 years that they've been on the main roster has been abysmal. There were four years years... four years in a row where they were on the kickoff show then there were a couple years where they weren't in it as a tag team because one or the other one of them was injured so you had that uh during the COVID area in the COVID era in the thunder well actually it was before the thunderdome it was in the performance center they had that that uh ladder match Mm -hmm. with uh i think it was john morrison Jimmy Uso and I forget who the third guy was. It was. Kofi,
3: that was that was an outstanding match, bro. It was it was yeah, a it was.
2: fantastic match, but again, as a tag team, the Uso's WrestleMania. I'm not, I'm not. They've had some great matches, and they've had some absolutely incredible. They had one with the uh, was the Bludgeon Brothers, Bludgeon Brothers. You know, rest in peace, Brody Lee. And you know, there was another team, and I think it was the Bar but they absolutely tore it down but other than that it was like from like 29 to 31 it was kickoff show like kickoff show kickoff show kickoff show so now you've got these guys who are in the biggest storyline in the wrestling industry the tribal chief is definitely main eventing night two i feel like the, the usos and you know sammy and kevin are gonna and have to Main event night one And you, one could argue well Kevin Owens Main evented night one last year So what? He's Kevin Owens Let him do what he wants yeah,
4: just, I, um. I, I just think it's uh,
2: Let the girls have, have a turn It's time But the girls have had a turn And, and um, our, our boss here And you know when the last time That a tag team An actual tag team main evented a Wrestlemania
4: It's been about 30 some odd years Bubba um, I okay. do not. I, I don't think any woman would care about that, my friend, because it's a bunch I'm of tag just, teams I'm, of dudes. I'm just. Snowing, I don't I'm care just about snowing. I a
2: statistic out there, Bubba. I mean, and especially it. in a
4: company that, that it depends on the year how much they give a shit about women's wrestling. All right, um, excuse me. About no, 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 no. Sorry, that was a mistake. It depends on the year how much they give a shit about tag team wrestling, and they are trying to tell us in years previous that they really give a shit about women's wrestling. Image matters, man. Just throw it up there. I'm I, I, again. I disagree, I'm the biggest yeah. bloodline fan you could ever meet, probably. And I no, they don't need to main event night one. They do not uh, okay. need to. I uh, won't sure. argue if they if they come on last. Also, one thing I did want to discuss that's kind of might be the fly in the ointment. Have they said what night Edge and
3: Finn are going to be on? Um, good question. Well, not. I don't think to.
4: they've broken that up that far yet.
3: Yeah. Because um, don't set up a cell. Okay. Um. That's a night two match. Now let me tell you. All right, let me well, tell you. Night okay. two
4: match one. And what do you
2: do
3: while you're okay.
4: putting take the cell down?
3: All right, look, look man. Let Let me say this. Okay. Um. If if they send Edge and Finn Balor out there at the end of night one to do their thirty minute melodramatic Edge match, that's a mistake, brother.
2: <laughs> okay. Unless <laughs> then, they do the I, Unless they do the Finn Balor demon. But it, uh, it, the say, demon, If they bring out the demon, and they go full spectacle? Two, um, two things.
3: You it could end
4: night one on a on a full spectacle, um, and
2: it
3: it's
4: edge. Right. It depends
3: on the finish. <sighs> okay. And, well, his... But um, like, yes, um,
4: he does the demon. Oh, um, yes. That is. That is. Okay.
3: That's okay. You know, okay. I, I got to shoot that down. I'm sorry. Rob,
4: Let's... have you ever seen the demon live? Wait. Um, you... Wait. We were both at a show where he showed. it No, that was a different show.
3: Yeah. um Okay. Let me let me say. All right. Because listen. All right. Um if if they like i said if they they do some more with charlotte and riz friday there's a case for them for and on merit alone and on everything you said jason if they don't then i think look this is for jimmy and jay if it doesn't happen this year it's never going to happen this this is their year to do to get it if it's going to happen yeah. Um it's
4: okay if they never get it.
3: i that, well, that's, that's yes, and that that is true. Also.
4: Plenty of great tag teams have gone without main inventing WrestleMania, my friend. Yes, that that is Look true. Look, pals, one half of that tag team's name is Main Event J Uso. It's right true. in the name, pals. Main yeah. event. Okay. Yeah, but, but it's again you know what you know who doesn't have that name?
3: Jimmy. Okay, but so he's but, right, but but he's listen, riding the okay. coattails, brother. He's okay, riding but, Jay's but, coattails. Okay, Edge was just in the main event what two years ago. So, um, so having he's Edge, he
4: bro, we didn't think he was gonna wrestle again for like ten years. <laughs>
3: okay, 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 all right. I mean, okay, but you know what? I mean, okay, but uh, and know. and please answer my question. Have you seen the demon live? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of shows I've gone to where Finn Balor. I've never was there. seen the the okay. demon is just, uh, just the fact that you have to think this hard, no, you haven't. Okay. I can no,
4: promise you haven't. Because it no, fucking rules. It is so cool to see live. I swear to God, television doesn't do it justice. The way like the way the lights yeah. turn out and he teleports and the way he moves and the way he moves in the smoke that the camera's way too close to see it. Like well,
3: look. I can tell you. It this, is I,
4: an experience. And you do that with the WrestleMania flair. Yes, that crowd will get up for the big 30-minute masterpiece that he and Finn have planned.
3: Well, I can tell you what I saw him get choked up by Samoa Joe with Extreme Rules. How about that? There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, that's also <laughs> that was also probably a beautiful event to witness live. <laughs> but anyway, but no, um like it depends on what they do Friday. Um, yeah. Um if 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 they don't go, if they don't do anything else with charlotte and rhea then no because then they, they they will not have properly built it and um and again i you know i got an issue with hunter and just in general uh, over how he a lot of the stuff he's doing with the women's division um, i i hope
2: after wrestlemania we see a shift i'm, I'm hoping that right now they're just kind of getting us to the finish line at wrestlemania they've had so many irons on the fire the last six months yeah there's a lot of women that taken a lot of back seats. And the women that are at the forefront aren't being used as effectively as they could be. And,
3: well, and there's a solid argument, and I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you at all. And because, yeah. well, because look, I mean, he 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 hired a bunch. He, he brought in. He he brought in several. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, and, and, and this and that, is and, why I'm hopeful.
3: And that, well, but and, but to me, that's part of the problem because, all right, um, you brought all these women in. You got women in NXT that people on the internet want to see called up yesterday, and you know, and of course the question is called up, to do what? <clears throat> and yet they don't; get, they get the same amount of TV time as when, as when you had half as many. Yeah. And 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 I, and I see people saying, "Oh well, you know, uh, after WrestleMania, that's when it's a plan. After WrestleMania, that's when the plan." Mm-hmm. And but they're I mean, sowing the seeds for that, Rob. Like you look
2: at Judgment Day. Judgment Day. They've slowly started to integrate the Garganos and Dexter Loomis against the Judgment Day. I really feel like that's the next, um, the next feud moving forward, and they're laying that out there for you. And Candice LeRae is a big part of that, which is another, you know, Triple H favorite that he brought back.
4: Yeah, I think I think especially the Garganos were. No, I got to just get these fucking people on television because a lot of my audience doesn't know who the hell they are. Right. Uh, so just, yeah, that's uh, why they're getting the TV reps and stuff like that. I'm
2: with you. I get it. No, I, and I do. It's and that I don't disagree. the The women's side of things has not been what that we were I'll promised totally five five to six years ago. Yes, um, I
4: 100 percent agree with it. So been... and
2: I hope that there's a dynamic shift after WrestleMania. I hope that what we're doing right now is just keeping people in a holding pattern until. The season finale. And then like we talked about. What three weeks ago. Four weeks ago on this show. Jason actually brought it up in that context. He's like let's make it to the season finale. And then next season. We bring in the people. That we've just been kind of. And circling how many, the,
4: um, how many uh, times. Uh, did you watch Sons of Anarchy. And the big bad. Or a really important character. For the next season. Would show up. And not do much or do something or whatever in the penultimate or the final episode of the previous season it happened almost every year with that damn show and i know other shows do it too so that's kind of where we're at here
3: okay 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 let's go back to last year and we were we were we were told that oh they are going to take the women's tag team division seriously now because they're going to make Sasha and Naomi the champions. So after WrestleMania, we're going to have a serious women's tag team division again. Remember that last year? Remember? Remember? Yeah.
4: Yeah, but who who well, was in
3: charge last year, Rob? Vince WrestleMania better. I mean, oh look, you know what? I'm and I'm see now. I'm going to have to, you know what? Vince booked that division better than Hunter has. Okay. Period in of story. All right. Um, and and that's no compliment to Vince McMahon, by the way. All right, and um it is okay um it's not but i mean you know and and i'm sorry i'm not doing the whole you know oh well oh well well, yes after this date that's when it's going to be real that's when it's going to be oh we promise the big thing is coming next we promise it's coming after this show and and it's coming after that show and and look okay look if 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 it is then i will i will recant these statements i will give him credit and okay but he's been there since august 1st okay and you know what they had during that time he had enough time and energy to bring back braun strowman and find stuff for him to do they had time to find gunther stuff to do they had time to um who else has come back um all all this time they spent with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy. Okay, all of the time and energy they spent with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy. All right. Which was a complete freaking waste of time. Except for, you know, they got a million dollars due to the pitch black match. Okay, fine. Okay. But otherwise, they have wasted, they have spent and wasted all of this time with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy. So, telling me that, oh, well, they're just a holding pattern and they're going to get serious after WrestleMania. Could have got serious before. Okay? They they get serious when they feel like getting serious. All right? That's what it is. All right? They get serious when they feel like getting serious. and 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 they haven't felt like being serious. And now I will say there is a bit of an elephant in the room, an uncomfortable subject on this matter. Um and it might get me a little bit of trouble here, but it's, it's, it's honest truth here is that, um, as a whole, since, you know, depend, well, you you can pick a different starting point depending on how you want to look at it. But, um, it just in terms of ratings, views, all this stuff, um, second half of last year was not particularly great for the division uh for different reasons this year has not been particular this this year hasn't been very good at all for most of the the women's division it's just um and
4: tag team championships haven't been terrible they haven't been featured in well i mean mean, i'm talking about
3: in terms of like like um drawing interest oh yeah i'm not even talking about just quality of material or whatever um, sure. it's, 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 um, you know, the, the whole, like, I think, you know, just, it hasn't been, and I've been, you know, and, you know I've been looking at this stuff and it just, um, and if you notice, I mean, the time they don't get it, they don't get as much time. They haven't been getting as much time week to week now, except for, you know, the occasional week where they maybe every third week or so, you know, they'll give them more time. Or a bigger amount of time, but week to week, they're not getting. You you can kind of see where things are just not getting as much time, or they're some cases like on Raw they're getting dumped in the third hour and in kind of the dead zone spots. No. Um, and some of that it's it's kind of a chicken and egg thing. But
2: you beat me to it. That's actually the reference I was going to make was chicken and the egg. Is this people just not wanting to watch, or is this people not wanting to watch because of the way the women are presented? And um, I, I know you you told a story one time on this episode. You were at the store, and I guess you were wearing a, a merch shirt, and somebody said, oh, something, something wrestling, but I wish I wish they'd have less women's segments or something like that was what the guy had said to you. And to me, I think that's – it's so hard to pinpoint which came first. Do not enough people care about women's wrestling, or is women's wrestling presented in a way that makes people not want to care about it? and well, i think the, i think that's a nuanced answer
3: well I and i look i can give you a couple of bullet points here as to what kind of went south um in the second half of last year uh well one thing you, you had some um you had some big absences um you know sasha and naomi of course left in may but then you also didn't have charlotte or becky for several months also and that i mean that definitely made some difference um then you know, um, things with Ronda went south, and you know, um, I think we were talking about this before. Um, you know, with Ronda, the, the money with Ronda is in is in her being a babyface and her beating up bad guys, and they got away mm-hmm. from that, and and it things suffered um, there also, and then. A third thing is the way they, the whole thing with damage, Control, they, they, the way they booked them, they, I mean, we've mentioned before that a lot of weeks that they look like the superior stormtroopers or they look like yeah. the guys or they, they look like the guys in the, the question mark suits. They're running behind the Riddler and get the shit kicked out of them. Um, um, and I don't think that helped. Right. And, and, there, and honestly, things took a turn with that after that ladder match where Bianca basically beat all three of them by herself.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. Things kind of took a turn there um so there I mean there are some things you can point to and say these are reasons that certain you know and then um also and then I think they they've run out of they've they've almost run out of interesting opponents for bianca, like I mean like I said bianca's wrestling and she wrestled Sonya Deville earlier this year and then, um you know she uh, they, they've run out of interesting opponents for her. Um, well, they're only—they're basically two left that she hasn't wrestled on a big pay-per-view yet, and that's Charlotte and Maria. Rhea. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, they've—they've they've run out. Of, I mean, she—you know—she's beaten Bailey a million times. You know, I mean, they can go back to Becky eventually, of course, but I mean, that just happened. Um, so there's just—I think they've run out. Of, like, yeah, and then it's just. There's a a a couple of different things going on, but um, look, they absolutely miss Sasha and Naomi, um, just in terms of audience interest, if nothing else. Um, And so it's so now we're kind of in a place now where. You know, again, do you. If the interest is kind of not there and what's going on, then you don't put them in. Then that that affects where you put them on the show, and then of course where you put them on the show will, will then further affect the interest level. So it's, yeah, it kind of feeds itself. Um, at least that's how it's going on Raw. Um, now I, I I bet I was a bit surprised on SmackDown that they actually got some good ratings when they had Charlotte and Sony Deville wrestling each other a couple of times. I figured that would tank. It didn't that um, was a
2: fun little feud like, yeah for for like a brief little what three four week feud. It went on about
3: yeah it went on about yeah. four weeks they had two matches um yeah it was it, fun it was fun it was believable yeah and it was now you can get away with that for a month and but of course you can't but you can't keep you can't get away with it for six months right? Yeah. um but i don't know it's just the kind of it's at a crossroads right now and but i don't think they're doing i don't think they're doing them any favors with how they're booking things um either so yeah i just it just has me looking like like, okay well what are we doing here um and but yeah i believe in the bet i believe in the master plan when i see the master plan happen um because like i said look they 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 put all that into uncle howdy and and, Mm -hmm. i mean and at this point, I'm you know, I'm willing to say Uncle Howdy would be shit. Okay. Um, yeah,
2: that's we need to move on. If they, yeah. Bray Wyatt is indeed staying on board, we don't need to talk any more about that situation. No, no. We did that last week. If you but, want to go back and listen to that episode, yeah.
3: but, but, but I'm yeah, just offer, I'm offering that up just as a counter to right. the idea that, that there's some that, you know, that there may be some master plan with the women because I'm just saying that they could have already implemented it if there is. Um, they didn't have to wait.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I. Unless anybody's got any uh, any parting shots here, Jason. Any last words before we call to go home?
4: No, I'm pretty good. I'm all excited for WrestleMania. Let's keep it keep the good vibes going until next
3: week. Absolutely, Rob. Any
2: last words before we get out of here?
3: Uh, nope. And well, okay. So he's not bleeding yet. He's in the ring. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we we there, well, so
2: at least by the time we close this show, there has been no blood from John Moxley. I'm yeah. a little disappointed in the lad.
3: Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll we we'll let you guys, if, if it happens, we'll let you guys know next week about what time it did. Because um, he, just, he just took some elbows to the head, so it, it might be coming. <laughs> it might be coming. It might be coming. All uh, right,
2: back around the room again. Jason, fun show tonight, sir. Thank you. Good stuff, fellas. We'll see you next week. And from the Rob the Genius podcast, Mr. Rob, always
3: a pleasure, sir. Uh, thank you very much. And by the way, people, tune in on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, tune in because you know on the A and E Legends, you know thing special thing whatever, um, you know they're 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 WWE
4: they Legends on A and E.
3: Yes, God, they, they, if
4: you're gonna promo your girl, do it right, man. <laughs>
3: sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but yes, um, yes, they they are paying proper tribute to the 14 time Women's Champion.
4: All right. As and Yokozuna. There's also another episode. So we got Yoko... I, I actually was excited for all three of these. The uh, the Legends, Yokozuna, and Legends Charlotte Flair. And then we finally have WWE rivals Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yes. And fellas, it looks delightful. I can't yes. I can't We'll probably have a whole podcast episode about it. Yes. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And I, again, am the man with the award-winning beard, DJ. This has been the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. Again, you can find us on thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. And we'll see you back next week with full WrestleMania pre-show coverage. And we're out till next week.